0: Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode number nine. I am your host Octavius A. Newman. I am the creator of Bear Fruit,
1: and I am here with my co-host Adam Juggernaut Tetris. Hey, I like the X Men thing. I like when we do X Men. Last week it was uh, Jubilee. Yeah, and now it's Juggernaut. It's just, it's mean, just how I'm feeling. That's a promotion. I yeah. went from Jubilee <laughs> yeah. to Juggernaut. You've gone up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Adam Juggernaut Tetris is feeling good about the promotion, <laughs> the recent promotion. And hey, you look like a Juggernaut this year. I, I really appreciate that. You know? Is it because my, my red hair, my pink hair? Yeah, well, you know. I, my hair color presently tell, matches. Tell the internet about your hair. All right, look. My hair color presently Give it to him straight. matches uh, Juggernaut's armor. Mm-hmm. Kind, a little bit. Kind of, sort of, in a, a kind of way. Uh, in like a me- metallic r- pink way. Uh, Mister Pink over here. I basically. was I was I, I was cosplaying mm-hmm. as Quentin Quire. Yeah. For a show over the weekend, I put some uh, inexpensive costume hairspray. Yeah. Hot pink. Right. In my hair.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, on the side of this can, this is important, Octavius. This is important information. On the side of this can, it says spray into hair, mm-hmm. wash out with shampoo. Right. If easy instructions, I'm suing this company. <laughs> I'm suing this company because I, I, I didn't just wash out with shampoo. Mm-hmm. I washed out with shampoo several times. Okay. Uh, I put olive oil in my hair. So okay. I recommend okay. I do that. Maybe a prank. Yeah, where they like they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a prank. Uh, uh, here, here, here this will fix it. Put some olive oil. He's in like, there. wait, look. He he delivered that information with such conviction. Mm-hmm. He says, you know what'll take color out of your hair? Oh, easy, olive oil, simple. I was like, okay, right, <laughs> of course, went, of course, I'm going to do that. And he's
0: like, he's like laughing over there.
1: I did that. It was very uncomfortable. It did not work. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hair is presently pink. Well, yeah. You get what you pay for. That's how we're leaving.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. You get cheap uh, hair coloring. <sighs> you end up with pink hair for a while. So um, how are we going to remedy this?
1: How are we going to remedy this?
0: Uh, or are we just going to move forward with it? Are you going to just embrace your
1: pinkness? Uh, someone said that I could. I could go whole hog. All right, right? I can embrace mm-hmm. the Quentin Quire thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Follow I through, just want, Adam. I just want. I just want my hair back, Adam. Maybe I'm that's very not, vain about it. Maybe. That, maybe that's
0: not. Maybe that's not what's in the cards for you, bro. (laughs) You just
1: gotta leave my hair color. Maybe that's
0: maybe that's not in the cards for you. Uh, There's some
1: things you have control over, some things you don't. Maybe your hair color is not one of those things. What what I mean to say is. This entire conversation tonight mm-hmm. is going to be colored by. Okay, see what I did there. Okay, it's going to be colored by. Take us there. My disdain for uh, my my physical appearance. Well, Adam, and I'm happy that we do a podcast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, listeners, close your eyes. Imagine just a handsome looking, normal, yeah, blonde haired man. Yeah, just that's me with pink hair. God. <laughs> I mean, there's no getting around let it. Let me have this. Okay, all right. Fine. You got to let me have this. Fine, fine. Okay. It's the illusion of, of uh, audio only, right? Yeah, can I look mean, like yeah, you know, they look like anyone. They're not going to really see you like I see you. Uh, speaking of seeing us, mm-hmm. congratulations, Comic Book Junto. We're officially alive in the iTunes store. We
0: are officially in iTunes. We're officially in Stitcher. We are on SoundCloud.
1: We are Live! Yeah, we are public-facing entities. Yeah. How do you feel about that, I Octavius? feel so
0: good, man. So I don't, do I. I've got a lot of really, really... I've been reading the reviews on iTunes, really encouraging. Yeah. I've been receiving text messages, really encouraging. I mean, I've been getting messages from people who don't like nothing. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how you know you, you actually did something well if your friend who doesn't compliment you on anything yes. or your friend who, who's, who's very, very picky is like, Hey, you know what? That's pretty good. That's a, pretty, that's a pretty good thing you got there. I like that.
1: That's On like, that note, uh, I just want to read a review real quick. Okay, right here, tell him okay? Tell them what it is. Uh, I, get this, I get this text message moments before you and I go, go live, mm-hmm. and we're recording right mm-hmm. now. It says, and I, I, I'm reading this verbatim. Hey, I listened to comic book Junto today. I liked Octavius, but Adam seems like a douchebag. Facts. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, thank you for the review. Really appreciate the positive review. Oh man, uh, thanks. I, I'm hoping there was a five star behind that. Yeah, as
0: long as you give us five stars, a positive comment, you can say whatever you want to say. In and and you're right,
1: Octavius. He's he's all right. He's okay. No, yeah. And but, I, look, I can get better.
0: Yeah, we c- we all can. God's working on all of us. You know what I mean? But no, seriously. Thank everybody for leaving the uh, the um, star ratings and the. Um, reviews on itunes means a lot thanks for all the positive feedback um i even uh, my barber i was talking to him and he was like man i listen to the podcast and i was like this is like a different octavius than i know it's like you oh. all animated and like got all kinds of personality i never knew you had a radio voice
1: <laughs> and i was like oh okay I don't that's because when you're in the barber shop you have like your Stees, yeah, you know? you're, like, you're chill, not excited, cool guy. I'm not excited about anything. About get this haircut, you know
0: what I'm saying? <laughs> don't you know, get I me st- riled up. I'm chill right now. No, no, yeah. don't try to run up on me. Okay, I'm in my chill vibe situation right now. Hey, this barber, uh, mm-hmm. would he shave my head? He would not shave your head. but he give you an excellent haircut? He'd give me a fade. You already have a fade. Yeah, I do have a fade. I just need a one hundred percent fade. Oh, you want a hundred percent fade? <laughs> well, I mean, he can hook you up. He can take care of you. He'll look out for you. Yeah. So, what else is going on besides your pink hair, man? What else is uh, going on in your world? Oh, we we have. Yeah. Do you want to drop this bomb? We internet. I want you to know that we did something today, and we did it for you. Uh huh. We went. To a very very dark place,
1: <laughs> a
0: very I dark don't know. place. It looked
1: like a pretty white place to me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we went to Africa.
1: Yeah, we did. We white did. Africa. Actually. We uh, we we had tickets to a pre-screen.
0: Yeah, advanced screening of uh,
1: Gods of Egypt. Of gods of Egypt. And if you have been listening to mm-hmm. our show, mm-hmm. uh, you know that Octavius and I have a complicated relationship. A complicated hype machine mm. for Gods of Egypt. Yeah. Um, and it is time. That, actually, the time has passed. Yeah. Where we, we put our money where our mouth is or our, our pre screen tickets. Right. That Which we did not pay for. Didn't pay a dime for. Okay.
0: Let the internet know.
1: Uh, and we went, we saw the movie. Mm-hmm. A one-shot episode is coming, right? It's going to happen. We're going to do a review. Yes. Everyone on my Facebook page is pissed that I went to see this movie, okay? Yeah. So I'm, I am complicit in, in Hollywood whitewashing, mm-hmm. and also, uh, spoiler, not the best movie. Yeah. We're going to talk about it we, in well, depth, I'll save
0: it, Yeah, but I will tell you, it,
1: it is not good. Halfway through the movie, Octavia <laughs> says, I, I'm not even kidding, halfway through this, Octavia says... Do you know what's going on right now? (laughs) And then about three quarters of the way through the movie, he turns and says, we could leave if you want. (laughs) These are facts, internet. Uh, These are actual facts. And as a follow-up to both of those things, uh, number one, neither of us figured out what was going on. Oh, my gosh. And number two, we did not leave. No. We We stayed. We We did it for you. We did it for you. I am personally very excited to get into that episode when we do that. Yeah. I think that's going to be very cathartic for both of us. So that should be coming up yeah. um uh
0: soon. We'll say soon. We'll don't say know soon. exactly
1: the date, of course, but mm-hmm. um we we'll well, Let's it. just say this is not a high priority. <laughs> yeah. Well, even though I don't want to live with this on my shoulders. Yeah, I got to get this off my chest. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to talk about it. So, let's
0: just table that. We'll come back to it. Let's get into some geek news. Um yeah, let's start talking about what's going on in the world. So, all of you geeks out there who wanted to go to San Diego Comic Con, if you're really excited and you're thinking, "Wow, you know it's February 24th. I've got my money together. You know I'm going to go buy these tickets for Comic Con," and you're really, really, really worked up and you're ready to go buy tickets. Well, guess what? Good news: it's sold out. It's sold out
1: in 40 minutes. Sold. It's sold out in in under one hour. Ah. Uh. I want to go to San Diego Comic-Con. Me too. I want us to go to San Diego Comic-Con. I
0: didn't even know the tickets were on sale until I got on Twitter, and they are like, sold out. And I was like, oh, how how did I miss this? Yeah, But I wasn't signing for the newsletter, and you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I can't be mad. But I signed up for, (laughs) I made an account so that I can be notified and hopefully buy tickets next year. But, you know, hopefully next year, um, you know guys from San Diego comic con, we know you're listening. Thank you for your support. So thank we really you for appreciate tuning in. Five stars We appreciate that. Really appreciate that. Um, you know, we know that you guys are looking forward to having us there. So we'll talk about it next year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, there were a lot of people really, really frustrated, really upset.
1: And San Diego comic con takes place in July. I think from the 21st until the 26th, I want to say. I don't know something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's a ways out. If yeah. you just got a ticket, you, now you, you sit on your hands for a little while. Yeah. And,
0: and you can't, you know, like, how do you feel about the whole like mad dash to go to comic con and the difficulty getting tickets and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's great. It's great. In a sense, we're really excited that geek culture has gotten to a point where, you know, something like this can sell out and move that quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also rough because, you know, there are a lot of frustrated people about their inability to get tickets and them going so quickly. So it's kind There are of a lot cool of people who are, who are never going to be able
1: to go. Never. Uh, yeah. I, do you happen to know how much tickets are? Like, we're talking, like, base level price? I how don't much?
0: know. I mean, I've gone to New York Comic Con for the past two years in a row. And, and you can buy a several-day pass for it. You like can buy a, a several-day pass. Do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, and but that's 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 rough too. Yeah, you know, from what I understand, word on the street is New York Comic Con is just as big, if not bigger, than San Diego Comic Con. Mm. Um, so I really enjoyed myself, and I you know I'd like for us to go this year as well. Mm-hmm. But um, San Diego is supposedly like the one. The one that you got to go to, yeah. Um, And they're going to be the biggest thing for me is they're going to be showing Killing Joke.
1: Yeah, the animated Killing Joke, right? The rated R, rated R, animated Killing
0: Joke. That's what I really wanted to see. I mean, we'll see it, of course, but you know,
1: I don't think it's going to take too long for that movie to come out after Comic Con. Like, if you got to see it at Comic Con, that would be very exciting. Yes, but I don't think it would be more than a month after that event. When you would have your opportunity Yeah, but there's something about
0: seeing it with people who are into what you're into You know, if you go see a movie with someone or listen to an album with someone or whatever And that person's kind of like, eh But the energy of a whole room full of people who absolutely love what you love That's really special Or it's really annoying Because people are like, oh my gosh And like yelling and screaming You're like, okay, I know we're all excited about this But hush
1: uh, in movie news, mm-hmm. uh, next in our list, you have placed the link in 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 our list of news, mm-hmm. and it is uh, it is about a movie about Pinocchio from the perspective of Geppetto, from the perspective of Robert Downey Jr. and right, and Robert Downey Jr. is going to be Geppetto. Yeah, how do we feel about this? Uh, can't muster any feelings about you this. You don't really care, huh? No. I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of the first time I watched Pinocchio and how I felt about it at the time. Right. And I remember when I was a kid, my mom really wanted me to watch classic Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at the time, I really just wanted to watch Godzilla. Yeah. Lots of... I would go to Blockbuster and rent the same Godzilla tape repeatedly. I did something
0: similar when I was young. You know, like the Adam West Batman movie. Uh-huh. I would rent it. Over. Repeatedly. And over, and over. My my mom would be like, Octave, Yeah, you rented that last time. Yeah. Are you sure you don't want something else? It's like, <laughs> well, you said I can get two. It's like, yes, you can get two. I always have you, the same. I can you, get two. But you got the one. You got the Batman
1: joint again. Yeah. And you
0: get something different. Yeah. It's like. This is just where my heart is.
1: It, it, it was right. always the same exact same way. I could get to maybe they were doing a deal or something, and I would get <laughs> I like know. I'd be like, okay, for sure I know I'm going to get a new movie that I haven't seen, right? And definitely going to get that Godzilla vs. Biolante. Mm. And because I got that last week.
0: And, right. and it was good. <laughs> and it was good. So I'm assuming that that's something that we can hang our hat on. Tried and true. And we know it's going to come back. So to my, mo-
1: my mom would do this thing where she would say, please watch a classic Disney movie. Right. Watch something that I like or watch something that uh, would put you in touch with a more mainstream popular culture, uh-huh. maybe. Uh-huh. And one of those was Pinocchio. Yeah." And uh, I remember watching Pinocchio for that reason, and it felt like an obligation. Mm-hmm. Right? I was just sitting there, I'm like, I don't care if he grows donkey ears, I want to see Godzilla fight Biolanti. Is, is Godzilla gonna fight Pinocchio in this? When does he come? She's All like, right, well, there's a giant sea monster, a giant whale. I'm like, no, no, no,
0: no I'm not, not the the interested. Thing. Not no. the same thing.
1: So a live action movie, I presume
0: this is going to be? That's what it's... I mean, if Robert Downey's going to be in it, I'm assuming so. I just want to know who's playing his voice, Who's playing Jiminy Cricket.
1: Oh, Kevin Hart! That, <laughs> yo,
0: <laughs> yo, yo! If they can you imagine if they had Kevin Hart play Jimmy D Cricket? Like, first of all, I don't understand why you try to make this 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 thing to a boy. Listen, Robert Down Jr. It's not a real boy. It's it's a doll. Okay, I'm not gonna be in here. And first of all, Pinocchio, you're not listening to what I'm trying to tell you. Something I'm trying to tell you what to do. You know what? I'm not gonna do this. I'm not yeah. gonna do this with you. I'm done. I want to see that now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kevin Hart. We know you're listening. You know, thank you for your support. Appreciate that. Thanks for the review you left us.
1: But you know, I mean, you were you were you were, <laughs> you, you were great in uh, uh, every movie, all 15 movies you've been in in 2015. Uh-huh. You were terrific in all of those movies. Yes, I have faith that you're going to make a great Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> oh gosh, um, Godspeed, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is
0: you know, like truth be told, if Kevin Hart's in a movie, I'm going to go see it. <laughs>
1: I am. Yeah. If Kevin Hart's in something, I'm gonna go see it. I want this to become an inadvertent, awful rumor. What's like that? for some reason, uh, we comic started book Jun- it. Yeah, comic book junto just gets picked up by someone. Right. And they're like, hey, rumor on the street. And uh this just then, Adam Juggernaut is it juggernaut or Jubilee?
0: Uh anyway, this just then, Adam Juggernaut Tetaris and Octavius A. Newman discuss Kevin Hart. <laughs> Apparently, he's going to be playing Jiminy Cricket in the Pinocchio movie starring Robert
1: Downey Jr. Sarah, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we confirm that with our sources, Sarah? Can we confirm that? Sarah? No? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I want that. I want that. that. Give that that to me.
0: If we have that much power and we start making up fake stories and the internet
1: picks it up, That means be careful what you ask for. Watch it, Octavius. Be careful what you ask for. Watch it. We're going to inadvertently fan cast (laughs) every movie. Oh, man. Well,
0: anyway, moving on. uh, Speaking of fan casting, we were talking about in our Deadpool review that I was saying that um, I wanted uh, Ryan Reynolds to play Deadpool for, for a long time, and he finally did it. And he did fantastic. The whole world is in Deadpool fever. Word on the street is there's going to be a Deadpool vs Gambit comic book that's going to be coming out. How are we feeling about this? Do we? Are you a Gambit fan? I am a Gambit. Eh. Okay, yeah. You know, sure, I don't really sure, have sure. a
1: feeling one way or another about my strongest Gambit. feelings toward Gambit uh have everything to do with the old Marvel versus Capcom fighting games.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say the old Marvel animated series.
1: No, well, uh, yeah. I mean like that one That's me. You know, my, my <laughs> His his crazy Cajun accent. Right. But uh I liked Gambit because of the Marvel versus Capcom fighting games uh-huh. like on Dreamcast. Yeah. Uh, outside, back of that, Dreamcast. outside of that, mm-hmm. never really been a fan.
0: I don't dislike Gambit, I'm just kind of like, okay, let's see. I mean, Deadpool, I'm into, but I think since you know, Gambit is getting his own movie, it mm-hmm. makes sense if you're Marvel, let's connect. Gambit with a really well-known character that's blown up. That's yes. kind of trying to like ride those coattails and yes, like build something together. Yeah, you know what I mean. And apparently in the story, I think the story says that it's going back to when they used to work together
1: and they used to, oh like yeah, yeah, together. The they and stuff were like, like uh, that. mercenaries. Yeah. I, I, I think maybe I don't know because if Deadpool is part of the Weapon X program, right. and I don't, I'm not really sure where Remy LeBeau fits. They gonna it figure out. it out. They will uh, figure out a way to get this money. That, uh, I'm, I'm reading from, uh, ah, this is on Adweek, which is interesting. I didn't expect that to be in my URL. Hey. Reading on Adweek, uh, writers Ben Acker and Ben Blacker, both of those have written for Thunderbolts before. huh. Uh, they're going to be writing the book, and uh, the artist Danilo Beyrouth. Uh, who is doing Gwenpool right now. And Gwenpool is a really beautiful book. Yeah, I haven't really been keeping up with it, but the artwork is consistently excellent. Uh, so that that's coming out. That's a thing that's happening. Here's my initial piece of feedback. Uh-huh.
0: If you look at the artwork internet, if you Google it, whatever, do whatever you do, the artwork has Deadpool with swords to Gambit's neck mm-hmm. and Gambit's, like, staff to Deadpool's neck. Yeah. But if you look at it, Deadpool is in no way, shape, or form in any kind of danger. No. Like, it, the, the way it's lined up, it's like the artists didn't really, like, plan it out
1: practically. And I'm like, come on. Well, it's a cropped image. So, for all we know, sticking out of Deadpool's back is if 52 cards. Just, like might could be stuck in his spine but you know when you do the throat to throat kind of like
0: you know sword to sword samurai thing it's like one guy's in danger the other guy's in danger they're equally in danger Uh it's kind of like there's no i don't know maybe there's no way
1: gambit's walking out of this yeah maybe i'm just being a geek and doing nitpicking well gambit has his kinetic powers right Mm -hmm. so what's trying to to find a way to 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 stop him from just like oops you're not holding on to your swords anymore now i have them you know I don't know. I don't know. I'm His not, whole thing is that he he is a he's a thief and sleight of hand, mm-hmm. and, and he's clever. Yeah, so maybe maybe he has orchestrated that situation to make Wade Wilson think that he is the upper hand.
0: I think we're doing too
1: much work. We're, write, the, uh, we're writing this comic. These for are narrative. Are we getting paid? Yeah. No. All right, Yeah, uh, Mr. Acker and Mr. Blacker, if you Cut want to a check. just go ahead and... Cut the check if you want us to finish this up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I need you to send do. Send it to us like Gambit would send a card. Like, like send it straight over here. Speaking of checks,
0: moving on to the next topic. Yo. Oh, yeah. So, remember how I told you on uh, one of the older episodes, like, whenever I see a number one and stuff like that, I still pick it up and I still bag and board it. Like, something in the back of my mind is like, this is going to be worth money. And then it's like... Come on, no. Comic books are not going to be worth money anymore. Mm -hmm. However, if you have some old school, old, old, old school joints, like the Spider-Man's first appearance, you got a lot of money on your hands. Because the Spider-Man comic where he first appeared um, was sold recently for
1: $454,100. And it was originally purchased. The, the, The guy who sold it, Originally bought it in 1980 for 1200. I think 1200 $1, $1, bucks because he thought it was a good investment. So first of all, I want to rewind to 1980 where mm-hmm. this this gentleman, his name is uh, Walter Yakubovsky. Someone in Walter's life said, "You idiot!" Yes, you just dropped how much money? His wife is probably like Walter. Yeah, what
0: you? Tell me you didn't just buy this comic book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Walter, what is it? How much did you spend on
1: this? And he's saying, like, no, hun, no, no, it's like, no, babe, hun, hun, no, you, you don't understand. Uh, it's, um, but it's amazing fantasy. See, I'm not. Walter. I don't, I don't hear that. Walter. There's words Is amazing nothing. fantasy going to pay these bills, Walter? You know what? I hope you have an amazing fantasy without me, Walter. Because I'm walking <laughs> out the door. I'm walking out the door. Uh, Walter right now is like, he's on Cloud Nine. You know what I mean? He uh, I, I did the right thing. Yeah, he bought a, a comic for twelve hundred. I won't buy a variant for ten bucks. Yeah, I won't buy a variant for seven bucks. Sometimes mm-hmm. Walter buys a very special comic and makes a couple hundo thousand. I mean, but Do he it makes on it, on it like thirty some years later. I, I, it was a good investment, so he held on. It to increased, It uh, increased in in value in time, and apparently, it is a near mint condition copy of Amazing Fantasy, first ever appearance of Spider Man. That's huge. Will we ever get back to the
0: time where our comics are worth any money? I don't think so.
1: Uh, I, I think we will. And I think the ones that are going to be worth money will surprise you and I. Really? like I think the ones, this is the, the, the notion that I operate under. The comics that are going to be important probably don't seem important to us right now.
0: You know what it's probably going to be? It's probably going to be some shift in pop culture mm-hmm. that's going to make something odd and strange very popular and then merchandise or surrounding that thing is going to become super popular like mm-hmm. for example the closest thing i think of is the walking dead is crazy popular now yes. crazy popular so if you have the first you know appearance of negan or the first appearance of michonne or you have the first appearance of so-and-so and so those comics are worth you know a good chunk of change but they're not worth thousands of dollars though. Yeah. So it would have to be what was that movie Equilibrium where like all of the art was like illegal? Yeah. Or something like that. So it might have to be a situation like that. And if you go like, "Yo, I got Batman number 1 from, you know, yeah, Greg Capullo, and, you know, Scott Snyder, then you're not supposed to have any kind of literature whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Then maybe it's worth some money."
1: Oh, some like Fahrenheit 451. Kind of set up like you're not even allowed to have comics. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't read comics anymore, and and all of us collectors are just like stuffing, stuffing them under our mattresses. I'm like, this is in condition, and I don't want anybody. You, you, the things that you are very important to you. I don't know if this is how you live your life, Octavius. You put them in the mattress. You put them in your <laughs> but, Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I take all of my... Uh, my uh, The things that matter most to the mattress. My most beloved uh, items and mm-hmm. comics. and I, I bag them and I board them. I put them between the box springs. Well, now the whole internet knows. So you might want to pick, you a, new spot. Spot. <laughs> you pick a new spot. Gotta change my spot. Might want to pick a new spot now. Yeah. But I mean,
0: you know, there was a time that I hear that people were like, yo, invest in comic books because they're going to be worth a whole lot of money. And I think that's how we ended up where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Because people were buying, 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 buying to resell. And then they came all the variant covers and stuff like that. So it seemed like um, it was almost like the desire to make money off of comic books is kind of what got it where it's at right now.
1: Is Absolutely. that is that your understanding? It it is it is. I th- I think that that fervor people really wanted to hop into that and that not cre- so much the love for the for the actual no just the opportunity to yeah. get that guap. Yeah. And I I have uh, I have all of the original. Printed issues of watchmen of all the floppies Wow uh, from 86 Mm -hmm. and they I I don't think they're really worth anything now. Yeah, but if we're talking in the, the span of like from from now until the next 20 30 50 years. That is entirely possible, right? Because you can get Watchmen any which way in trades and, right. and hardbacks, and the, I mean, digital is all yeah. over the place, right? But uh, the the way that it was originally distributed, I think, has some special value. Mm-hmm. It's special to me, yeah. so I have them framed and they're up on a wall. Yeah. and uh, I I could see something like that being of some worth. Also, you got to think about the lives of the artists or the yeah, writer that's true you know who knows what might happen to someone who is fairly well known but beloved and if if something were to take that person from this life yeah god forbid too early god forbid uh then it creates a moment where it's like well i i won't be able to have that again yeah and i cherish it more yeah so you it, know the it, artifacts it valuable of goes up yeah value goes up that is that is a reality for sure yeah um you know,
0: I don't know if we're ever going to get to the point where anything that we have in our collection today that's come out in our, like, comic buying, you know, as adults, are we going to be, like, 60, 70, and be, like, 400 grand?
1: Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Is there a comic of that magnitude, maybe not 400 grand, but a comic of that magnitude, that rarity, that you really want? A specific one, not just like, yeah. Of course, I want first Batman because I want to make that money. I would
0: say I was gonna, you know, I was gonna say Batman's first appearance, like my detective, ba- uh, yeah, detective, detective comics. comics. Yeah, my Batman number one, signed by Scott Snyder mm-hmm. and Greg Capullo. I have it framed. I have mm-hmm. it graded. You know. Like that's something that I'm gonna hold on to as like, you know, like I said, like I've said on the podcast before, this is my Batman run. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't even know how much it's worth. Yeah. I really don't know. Yeah. But it's more like a memory, it's like a picture mm-hmm. to look to and go, Oh yeah, I remember when I was collecting Batman at that time period. Now you tell me it's worth four hundred thousand. You can have it. Peace. I'll (laughs) tell you that memory. Peace. You can have it. I got (laughs) pictures. I got the digital. I'll be all right. Yeah. Um, But I think it would be cool to have, you know, the the original Batman. Yeah. That would be really cool. Um, Any idea what it goes for? No idea. But you know what the funny thing is about that? While we're saying that, I, in good faith, (laughs) in good conscience, there's no way I could have something that's that valuable in my house. I would sell it. I would sell it like it wouldn't be. It's not that valuable to me to put it on the wall. You know what I'm saying? If I get my hands on Batman's first appearance, who,
1: who's the highest bidder? OK, uh, February 26th, 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just go ahead and take note that that is uh Tomorrow. Six years ago. Okay. Okay. So February 26th, 2010, Batman's first appearance sold at a Bruce Wayne price. What do you think that number
0: was? So if Spider Man's first appearance sold for 400 some, and I would wager that Batman's bigger than Spider Man, but let's go 500,000.
1: All right. I like it. $1,075,500. $1,075,500. Oh. And if it ends up in my possession, guess what's going to happen? Yeah. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to frame it. Put it under your mattress. Or no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or we're about to get this money. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm selling that thing. Shoot. Yeah. like, But, you know, like when you've got... So you have to think about the the kind of person who has the money to buy that.
1: A yeah. million-some um, it It's, it's got to be it's, gotta it's gotta gotta Bruce Bruce Wayne. That's Bruce to that.
0: Wayne.
1: You know? I mean, a big part of this, too, is Batman... Batman's first appearance was in the 30s, 39, yes. 1939. Yeah. Spidey didn't come around until the 60s, mm. right? So there's there's a pretty large swath of time that I think makes a difference. And um, I think the first appearance of Superman was in 1938. So that's like the the... Very beginning of super, super, super mainstream popular comics. That's a very important time. The sixties were a little bit different. A lot of really great stuff came out of the sixties, but it wasn't the same it wasn't the same like ushering a, a piece of pop culture into the world. Yeah. You know? So there's that. Uh,
0: Superman's action comics number one sells for record three point two million. Huh. That was August huh. twenty fifth. Uh, 2014 that's an article i'm seeing in
1: cnet wow. so yeah uh let's go from old comics to new comics to the future of uh yeah. DC comics. we're not even talking about the present we're talking about the future because this has not happened yet yeah um something that is on the lips of a lot of comic book fans particularly dc fans mm-hmm. is the impending I, I don't want to use the word reboot, but I think we all know this is a reboot. Well it it although saying it's much to the chagrin of DC executives, uh this is a renumbering and it is a huge seismic shift in the way that they're going to be doing comics, new characters, yep. new stories. Beginning in June, rebirth takes place in all D C comics and Everything flips to an issue number one. Yeah. And the last time we did this was the new 52, Mm -hmm. which was about five years ago. Yeah. So we're doing it again. And in June, everything flips to number one. And they've revealed surprisingly little things that we know about Rebirth. Yeah. There's an image of a few silhouettes of characters that are very peculiar. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two of the characters, the two silhouettes uh, have the Superman logo on their chest one appears to be a, a guy. One appears to be a girl. There appears to be a a lady uh, Green Lantern. Green Lantern is a woman. Um, there are a lot of new characters in this lineup. We don't know much about them. There are a lot of books that are seemingly getting cut. Like yeah. Midnighter is not going to yeah. be around. We anymore. are Robin's getting We are Robin is getting cut. You like We are Robin? Yeah. Like, what is up with that?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. I, um, and one thing we were talking about off air is that there's going to be a lot of double shipping of comics.
1: That's the thing that gets me. Maybe the most interesting element is DC promises that they will have core titles. And I, I don't even know what that means. But I assume that's like Batman, Superman, yeah. whatever. The, the, the it, big Justice League. Justice League, guy. guys. Yeah, I'm
0: assuming. We're assuming.
1: Uh, the core titles will be double shipped. And they're going to be reduced by a dollar. I think they're going to be like 2 Now, what's double ship mean? Double ship for the non-initiated. If you don't know, comic books ship and hit stores on Wednesdays. Every single Wednesday. Right. But comics take work to make, of yes. course. It's a lot of work to produce just one issue of a comic. So it takes a little bit of time. So a standard comic is going to come out on a Wednesday. And you may have to wait upward of... One month, on mm-hmm. average, mm-hmm. until the next issue in that storyline comes out.
0: So if you're reading this, that, or the other thing, you're looking at buying a new issue of that once a month.
1: That's right. And if you miss
0: one, then you know you can go ahead and pick up whenever you can, whenever you have the money, whenever mm-hmm. you get around and go to the comic book, short, comic book sh- shop. Mm-hmm. So double shipping means that certain titles, instead of the once a month, it's going to be twice a
1: month. Twice monthly. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing, because it seems like a good thing, right? It it's seems the, like a good thing to have the, the the comic that you want twice in a month,
0: right? Because you're like, oh, I love this comic. How many times have you finished a comic and you're like, want to know what happens next? That's yeah. the thing that Marvel's <laughs> doing right now, and you're yeah. like, ah, gotta wait a month for this. Okay, yeah. next comic. You know, you just enjoy the next comic you're reading, but in your mind, you're like, ooh, if I can get another one in two weeks, yeah, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, until. You start looking at that budget. Let's talk about the financials of this. Yes. When D C says, look, we're cutting the price of these books, they're gonna be less expensive, and then they say in the same breath, But wait, we're double shipping. So you're going to buy twice as much. Right. That's not less expensive.
0: So we've gone from four dollars to three dollars. But three dollars times
1: two. Yeah. So we've actually gone from four dollars to six dollars. They're pulling one over on us. And there's a. This is the way that I feel. I as tell excited, them why you mad, Adam. As excited as I am to have my stories immediately, I recognize. First of all, wait a minute. My stories. My- you sound like <laughs> no. somebody's grandma. Oh
0: no! Now, boy, don't get out now. Get out the way now, because <laughs> oh. I can't be watching this Nickelodeon. My
1: stories is on. Yeah. 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 I thought Days of Future Past was like a general hospital oh, like gosh. takeoff or uh, uh, right. uh, uh, Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The spinoff.
1: Yeah. I would read it. Uh, I'd give it a number one. Uh, it
0: might be worth something. It, okay. <laughs> that's how, you know what? Like I told you, that's still
1: in my mind. It's like, it's
0: number one. I'll pick it up. Yeah. You justify it in the back of your mind. Could be worth something in the future.
1: Okay, so returning to the the, the issue at hand. Right. Double shipping means, yeah, okay, as much as I want to have that, that, that comic right. established and running quickly, I recognize that these things take time, and I do not take to the idea of an issue being rushed. I don't like the idea of a creative team having to force the, the, the story out faster.
0: Do you, do you, do you really... Th- so what do you, what's the concern for you? Because I want to believe... Wanna assume positive intent and I just I'm hopeful that whoever the new writer and illustrator is on whatever book is gonna put the time, the energy, and the effort in mm-hmm. to make a good story. Yeah. You know, and they're gonna put out good work. That's what I that's what I want to see happen. I mean, it, what are you I'm,
1: afraid of happening? It is entirely possible that I, Adam Juggernaut Teteris, am jilted because I waited over two years for nowhere men seven. Which the new right. one came out. Yeah, today. and I picked up Nowhere Men Eight today, and uh, that feels like a real treat. Right. I can't believe that happened. Right. So it is. It is entirely possible that I feel jilted. Karnak Number Two came out today. Marvel's Karnak Number Two. Warren Ellis is mm-hmm. writing that, and I think Karnak Number One came out like three months ago Not or a good longer. Uh, so I'm used to waiting for a long time, and I recognize that there has to be a purpose behind that. Yeah. Right. And it's not to say that because you wait for a long time, that produces a quality product. Okay. I, I don't think those things are necessarily inherently correlated. So it's not, a, it's not necessarily a quality issue you're concerned about. It's, it's not a definite quality issue. Okay. I have the concern that it could be a quality issue. Mm-hmm. That someone would say, I like that idea, ship it. Ship it fast.
0: Now let me ask you this question. Yeah you aren't the biggest advocate and fan of DC. You are correct. What if Marvel said they were double shipping? How would you feel? Keep it real with the internet and me. It's. I mean, I, I guess it all comes down to
1: the books, to the story.
0: But like the brand itself, if they were saying we're taking a lot of our, what do they say, their hero titles or whatever, their the core. core titles, and we're double shipping them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how would you feel about if Image said that? If Image goes, we're double shipping
1: I I just I feel as though placing a placing a benefit and saying it is beneficial for us to ship these faster is something that is so new to me in comics and mm-hmm. I'm so not used to yeah that I presently I just fear for that Right. Because it makes me wonder, what does that mean? Why didn't you always do that? Mm -hmm. And what do you have to change in order to make that happen? Yeah. So I'm going to, I will reserve my judgment. It could be an excellent thing. But I am very curious for how the sausage is made. What does that mean (laughs) for your creative team?
0: Yeah, because, I mean, Batman and Robin Eternal has been shipping once a week for
1: over a year now. Batman Eternal, I was picking that up once a week, and that was... It, it had high highs and low lows. Mm. And I felt as though that was the nature of something that has to come out once a week. Yeah, we're not talking about a comic strip. No. We're, ta- not, we're not talking about a one-two
0: punchline. No, we're talking like 20 Full to 30 pages. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of writing. That's a lot of inking. That's a lot of lettering. That's a lot of illustrating. That's a lot of coloring. Yeah. That's a lot.
1: So the other thing is uh, at DC... Uh, Dan Didio has gone out and said, uh, with Rebirth, DC is going to publish, quote, the single most controversial scene at DC Comics in all time that I've been there. Your thoughts? What does that mean? What That that felt like a... uh, that felt like a very provocative statement to just mic drop yeah. and then walk out of the room. Well,
0: that's because you're going to buy it now.
1: Well, not, Yeah, well, you're right. You, were, yeah. you know what? You're right. If he
0: told you everything, then there's no reason for you to buy it. But if he gives you just enough for you to go, what's he talking about? Or how dare he? I'm going to buy this. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I'm going to buy this. That's stupid. Did you buy it? What did he say? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just like Kanye.
1: <laughs> Where's my album, Kanye? Yeah. Where's my digital album, Kanye? Where's my album, Kanye? Dropping extra songs at Yo Gotti's album release party. It's been three weeks. Yeah, you ain't give me my album. It's been three weeks since we've uh, experienced the listening party for the, the the world's most important gospel album. Right.
0: Oh, goodness. I, I said yes before I heard what you said. <laughs> you can't
1: take it back. You can't take it back. You're going to oh, man, You're gonna have to fix it in post. You're going to have to fix it in post. Uh, God's still working on all of us. Rebirth is coming. That's the point. Right. Let's move
0: on. Okay. Moving on. Right. Now, let's talk about... Let's, you know what? Let's skip these two and let's go right to Batman. Yeah, deal. So, Batman v Superman tickets are going on sale February 29th. Advanced tickets going on sale February Is this in your calendar? 29th. I am going to this movie. Yeah. There is no question
1: I know. whatsoever. But are you going to set a reminder for yourself February 29th?
0: Well, I mean, I'm going to make sure that the people I want to go with can go. Like, I, I it's important to me to have like that experience. If I go there, I like to go in the pandemonium and in the spectacle of it all. But I also like to go with my friends. So I'd like for us to go together and other people who we know will be able to appreciate it and can Mm -hmm. debrief together and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And we'll do a one shot on it as well, but I'm not rushing. I'm not running, you know, to the internet to buy a ticket. Like, yeah, but I don't, you know, I understand. I don't feel like that's necessary.
1: No, I I I don't think so either. And I I like the idea of being able to buy a ticket as quickly as possible because I'm excited. Yeah. But um no. I felt the same way with Star Wars. Where I was like, Oh man, I gotta, gotta get, get a get ticket as soon as possible. I gotta get it. Oh, it's okay. I know I'm gonna see it multiple yeah. times. And I did. Yeah. So it was all right.
0: Now, here's the interesting thing. I heard again, this is what the internet told me, not necessarily facts, but you know, facts don't matter all the time
1: (laughs) oh wow Wow. there's some philosophy Uh, hey facts don't matter all the time that's just a joke that's a joke (laughs) Uh,
0: facts are important internet don't don't listen to that facts are important Um, but I think someone I don't know if they're guesstimating estimating or whatever that based off the trailers that have been shown there's only a very very small percentage of the movie that's been shown through the trailers so you know how a lot of people's complaints are like yo you showed me so much movie show me so much of the movie in the batman v mm-hmm. superman trailer already mm-hmm. people are saying there's very very little that's been shown of the actual movie So that's refreshing now this is not a fact uh-huh. this is what the people are saying i hope who, who are true. the people i don't know yeah but i hope that's true because i'm trying my best to forget the trailer that i've seen already um, but what's interesting? Our last little story for our news portion is the Batman v Superman trailer. I mean, Batman v Superman um, movie. Once it goes on Blu-ray, it's going to have like this ultimate special, you know, so and so edition. But with that, it's going to have it's going to like have a, a, a R rating. I don't understand this. So it gets an R rating for the ultimate Blu-ray edition when it gets released. I don't really know what that means.
1: Yeah. Um, but what is, in it, a Batman Superman movie is going to warrant an R rating? What I'm reading is it's some of the fight scenes, some of the violence. Mm. So, that's, that's hardcore violence then. Because think of what we saw in Man of Steel, right? Buildings toppled over, but we didn't see, we didn't see anything happen. Yeah, right. But I mean, that was some—that was some pretty crazy violence, right? Are we gonna watch? Uh, that's not. That's are we not. gonna watch Superman pull Batman's fingernails out? Is he gonna put him in like a saw contraption? Oh lord! Um I don't want to see this. I don't think it's gonna be a saw contraption, Adam.
0: I hope not. not. Let's hope
1: not. You know what? It could be rated R just because Jesse Eisenberg's like long hair makes people uncomfortable. Mm. They want to make it restricted. Got you.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see that. I hope, I hope that's not what it is. If Jesse Eisenberg's hair is so long and so disturbing that it needs an R rating. <laughs> cut it. I think, I think we need to just cut that out. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and make Lex Luthor look the way he looks in the comics or in the animated. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's interesting to me because we. But from what I'm understanding, this is not a response to Deadpool. This is something that they've had planned for a while. Mm-hmm. But... How many people are going to say that this is not a what they're doing is not a response to Deadpool, so again, you want to assume positive intent, however, how do we know what 's mm-hmm. what and does it matter? I think that's the thing you mm-hmm. know like who cares as long as it's good I'm cool with it. One of my buddies, Kenny, was uh listening to some of our episodes, and I was talking about how I let the storyteller tell me their story, and mm-hmm. he, he was saying to me like well." how much does it matter if they take certain liberties? And my thing is, you might not do what I want you to do, but as long as you tell a good story, then we're good. We're good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: know, like, well, what if you do this, and what if you do that, and what if you change the character? I cannot like that, but still respect the fact you're telling a good story. Yeah. So if they make it an R-rated Blu-ray
1: edition, as long as it's still good, Okay. Doesn't it feel a little peculiar that we're having a conversation about rated-R comic book movies on the heels of Deadpool? Yes. And suddenly, like, oh, hot news. The Blu-ray of a movie that's not out yet. Not even out yet. Is going to be rated-R. Ha-cha-cha. I don't know. It feels a little preemptive. Well, I think
0: everybody's doing everything they can to grab everybody's attention. I'm going to see
1: it anyway.
0: Yes. We see are, it anyway.
1: but some people aren't. I don't even believe that. I I think anyone who has a passing interest in either Batman or Superman, or just like action movies, Mm -hmm. is going to see it. Yeah. PG-13 or rated R or whatever. The only thing that would probably stop them from seeing it is if it was rated G. (laughs) Oh, gosh. In which case they'd be thinking like... Care Bears? Wow. We're going to a bunch of strangers in the Alps. In this movie, I guess. (laughs) No Mickey Fickies. (laughs) No Mickey
0: Fickies. All right. So that's it for the news. Uh, Now let's get into our fun little segment, Who Would Win in a Fight?
1: Yeah. Last time we did Who Would would Win in a Fight, we were talking about pitting Wolverine against Deadpool. Uh Uh-huh. And now... We're looking at uh two similar characters, I think Iron Man, mm-hmm. Tony Tony Stark mm-hmm. versus Batman, Bruce Wayne. Yes. Now let's 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 think about what makes them similar. Okay. They are both very wealthy. Got that money. They got that money. They are both gadget oriented. Yes. Right? A lot of tech. Mhm. That's right? that's a they These are two human
0: beings. They are mortal mm-hmm. human beings. They are... No superpowers. Not superpowered, not mutants, not inhumans, mm-hmm. not from another planet. They are human beings, and they roll with the mutants, inhumans, super whatever you want to call them, because of their
1: gadgetry and skill. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And on top of all, all of it, I think they have similar... Uh, devil may care attitudes that make them a little polarizing. What's devil may care mean? That's like that uh, uh, a little careless and pompous and cool and like uh, uh, don't care. Just leave it to the wind. Really? Risk it. You think so? Mm-hmm. Huh. Because I think Bruce Wayne has that attitude, the public attitude. Okay, Bruce Wayne. Uh huh. Right. And Tony Stark has that attitude as well, which generates, I think, a little bit of ire toward those. Those men. Mm-hmm. Not everybody loves those men.
0: Right. So now we're they're going, similar. They're similar. So now we're
1: going to do. And they're both white. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, so are you going to pick a side? Well, last you, time we did this. or Because we have to figure out how this is going to work. Because what if we end up on the same side? We can't just be disagreeing for the sake of disagreeing. I'm, I know I'm not.
1: That's Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Last time we did this. And we did a little countdown. Yep. At the end of the countdown. We said who wins. Right. And we can go into it. And if we agree with one another, it's fine. And if we disagree with one another, then it's fine. And we okay. talk it through. We talk it through. Either we get to way. the bottom of this. We get to the bottom of this.
0: All right. So on three, two, one, and then we're going to say? That's right. All right. right. Three, two. One Batman. Batman. It's
1: Batman. Yeah, <laughs> it's Batman. Here's the deal. I tried to think for a really long time about how Iron Man. Comes I told out you on I top. already knew the answer. I know you, you did. Up. I know you did. And then I thought, uh, well, I need to make Iron Man win this one. No. I explored a lot of avenues. No. Right. I he explored a lot win. of avenues. I want to tell you what I left by the wayside. Tell me.
0: Tell you know. Tell me. Tell me about your journey because I already knew the answer.
1: Iron Man, brilliantly. Stood behind Civil War, Marvel's event Civil War, and ushered in the superhero registration program with the the notion, the public notion, that superheroes need to be registered and, and kept in a census and monitored for the good health and safety of the entire planet and he had decided that what he was actually doing was monitoring all of the heroes and villains in the known world so he was ready to go toe to toe with all of them mm-hmm. and i thought about that level of preparation and the the concept being the a fight between brute force batman who can just beat the hell out? Wait, of Wait, wait, wait! Batman's brute force to you? Well, so, well wait. I'm, I'm not about to journey. say. Wait a minute! I'm not, don't... I'm not I'm not. All my right. journey is not complete. Okay, let me shut up. Uh, preparation versus brute force. But the reality is, is I think, I think Batman is the finest example of a balance between someone who can punch you in the head mm-hmm. and and does unbelievable martial arts. Yes, and also is. A, an engineer of war. Someone yes. who has studied you yes. before you knew he existed. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. And I wanted to create a dialogue between you and I that would be exploring different routes. I couldn't. There's no dialogue. It's, yeah. It's bad.
0: So here's my thought about Batman.
1: Also, I just don't like Tony Stark.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Tony Stark's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Um, but here's my thoughts, right Batman does have a super- superpower, which is he never gives up okay like that's that's his superpower, yeah, his superpower is his will mm-hmm. like now i've heard people refer to Batman as bat God mm-hmm. like there's Is a level of like... will be the Bat God. Right. The way they write Batman, they write Batman like he has superpowers. Mm -hmm. If you really think about, like I've thought about it, like for those of you out there who do CrossFit, who do strength and conditioning, who do Olympic weightlifting and stuff like that, if you've done pull-ups or kipping pull-ups or muscle-ups or bar muscle-ups or anything like that, you know that you will freaking rip your arm out of the socket Mm -hmm. if you try to do jump off the side of a building, hang on a ledge on something, shoot, shoot a batarang or something like that. And then swing from one arm. And like, yeah. they, you know, that's yeah, the yeah, yeah. A human beings, not going to be able to do that. Correct. So the way he's like jumping off the side of a building and like flying down and like, like we have to suspend reality when we look at Batman. So yeah. it's not, I don't, I don't think that's the, that's the argument, but the argument is Batman is so well prepared. Mm-hmm. He's, absolutely consumed in what he does yes you know he's he is batman yeah he's not bruce wayne bruce wayne is like the character that he puts on he's actually batman when he talks to him i look at like this when batman talks to himself in his head he calls himself batman
1: (laughs) oh yeah yeah you know like it's he's he is a he's another creature
0: yeah. yeah so like batman he is, like you said, he's the type of character who's already been engaging with you and planning with you and studying with you, studying you before you even knew he existed. Mm-hmm. So, like, Tony Stark is really smart. He's really arrogant. He's got all his technology. But the problem is his arrogance. Yeah. He's
1: very arrogant. Now, here's he, the thing, though. If, if we were to, if, if I'm to play devil's advocate, I want to I think about uh, these two guys going toe to toe. Right. Okay and they're they're beating each other up senseless. Well, first of all, they're not going Batman's not going to go toe to toe. Well, you meaning the two of them encountering one another, okay. battling one another. Clearly each of them has prepared to fight the other, right? You got like the Hulkbuster or whatever the Batman equivalent of the Hulkbuster armor for Iron Man versus Batman in his mm-hmm. whatever the equivalent would be for Iron Man. Yeah. If they're fighting each other and they damage their gear, only one of them can fix it on the fly. I believe Tony Stark would be able to repair his equipment on the fly. Mm-hmm. Whereas Batman would, you know, he endures. He would just keep at it, he'd shed his stuff and just keep at it. No, I
0: don't think so. No? See, that's the thing. Like, the Batman that I know, I'm saying, like, I know the guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about the Batman that you know. The
0: Batman that I know, the Batman that's in my mind is the guy who's already thought about what he's going to do if he gets taken over by mind control and Uh how to beat himself. Mm -hmm. He's the guy who thinks, if I die, how do I come back to life and then how do i put like a trigger in my brain yeah. so that my brain will connect and if someone takes over like hey, batman has a contingency he's, plan he's for he's a contingency plan for everything yeah, yeah. so that's how he's written though you right. see what i'm saying he's written that way mm-hmm. so it's not like i'm just making it up cuz i like him that's the character the same way deadpool as a character is the character that goes hey you wanna kill me well i'm just going to kill the writer yeah you know what I mean? Right. So, we can't create an environment where Batman's not like that because that's how he is. I agree. So, when you go, yeah, Batman and Iron Man are going toe to toe, and I'm going, Batman ain't going toe to toe with Iron Man. Batman's too smart to go toe to toe. Batman will just not show up. Mm-hmm. Batman will lie. He'll say, I'm going to do this and won't do it. You oh, know? I, got, I got a family thing. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't meet you. And, you know, Batman will put something in your drink and then, you know what I mean, have yeah. you be so-and-so-and-so. I mean, Batman is going to win a fight with Superman. Yeah. Now, if you know anything about Batman versus Superman, he's not going to win it because he's going to outpunch Superman. He's going to win it because he knows Superman mentally. He knows yeah. his personality. He knows what kind of things turn him on and off. So he's going to use those things to his advantage to win the fight. He knows his weaknesses. Yeah. And Batman keeps everybody at, a, at like a mile distance so mm. no one knows his weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's part of the re- reason why he has relationship issues with, you know, the Bat family. Because he never lets anybody close enough. That's right. But he knows all the information about everybody else. That's right. Batman yeah. wins. Yeah. But Batman everybody, wins. But everybody hates him, though.
1: Yeah. So he wins the fight, but he loses in life. Oh. Well, I mean, what what counts, Right. Wait, what, is, what is he measuring as success? I would say surviving.
0: Batman is a tortured soul, man. Yeah, he is. Like, don't nobody want to be Batman in real life. Like, no. when you really understand Batman, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy.
1: Not so much. The dude, like, is, he's crazy. Oh, he's ab- absolutely out oh, of his mind. Without a doubt, he's crazy. I would
0: argue that the Joker is more sane than Batman.
1: I, I, I would argue that's the reason why the two of them work so well as foils is because the Joker knows Batman is crazy. And the, jo- and that's the, the Joker, joke. and yeah, and the Joker's like, I'm the person who gets characterized by being crazy, and you're the hero? No, 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 no. You're nuts. We're both nuts. Right. And that drives you even more nuts. The jo- like, I've always looked at it as the biggest joke.
0: Is that Batman thinks he's not crazy. Yeah. That's the biggest joke to the Joker. Mm-hmm. Joker's like, you're crazier than me. And that's why this is so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, you really think that you're better than me because you won't kill somebody? My dude, you dress up like a freaking giant bat. Yeah. You beat people within an inch of their life every night, but you don't kill anybody, so you're the good guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and and I'm crazy? Yeah like i don't want to kill you this is fun yeah it's fun watching you squirm and watching you like try to try to fight these demons i've embraced
1: mine and it's kind of like no nah, i don't want to be bad that sounds like you just sending your resume to the uh suicide squad did or I like it, that? That's what it, there, there was, there, that was. Your cover letter, mm-hmm. like here's here's what I believe about bad guys and good guys. Here's what I have observed about Batman. He's crazy. Don't yeah. nobody want to be Batman. Yeah, uh, and that's the joke and Joker for president. <laughs> Can I join your team?
0: <laughs> and that's a big reason where I got this whole we're all bad guys thing from. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I got this whole we're all bad guys thing from Batman. It's like is Batman a good guy? Uh, n not every day. You know, like. What's a good guy? Yeah. What's a bad guy? So I say Batman wins. Wins the fight. Batman wins the fight. But he lives a tortured life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Because so uh, he really wins. We're, we're, we're going to we're gonna have to think about a more complicated duel. like Two characters that both of us feel passionate about that we can make good, solid arguments for on either side. Instead of just saying, three, two, one, Batman. Because otherwise, it's, I'm always going to say Batman.
0: I'm pretty sure I'm always going to say Batman. Too. Yeah.
1: So we're going to think about that. Uh, and while we think about that, you can think about that, listeners. And if you have an idea of two combatants that you would like to, to, uh, to offer to Octavius and I, and we'll talk about who would win in a fight, right. uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up at Comic Book Junto. Yes, um, but in the meantime, now we should go to our our pool list.
0: Let's go to the pool list, and then we'll go into book of the week.
1: So I will
0: start out. I went to the comic book shop today, and the budget was tight.
1: Yeah, it was a so, big day. There were a lot of books today. Yeah, there's a lot I wanted to buy, but I, I was doing a lot of picking up and putting down. Yeah, like lifting weights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're
0: yeah. like, hey! nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's what I got. First, I got Superman: The Coming of the Supermen. Oh, tell me about this. I have no idea. Love it. Great. Neil, Neil Adams. Um, we. I don't read any Superman books except for why uh, this one. I don't know. I just saw it's coming out. I said, oh, yeah, you know, let me give it a shot. It's a it's a jumping on point. Let me see how this is. I believe it's a limited series. You know, let me see where it goes. So I picked it up, haven't read it yet, but that's the first one. Next, I got Daredevil, number four. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm just staying with Daredevil, big Daredevil fan. Mm -hmm. So staying with that. And I got all new, all different, all changed, but still the same, but not a reboot, but kind of, sort of, maybe a little bit, in a way, Avengers. Avengers, yeah. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. This is like... This is just like, this is almost like my lighthearted, no real stakes. Same. Fun. Same. You know, I look forward to this book. It's popcorn stuff. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Big boom, crash, smash, Mm -hmm. you know, relationship stuff. It's good. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And then I got The Dark Knight 3,
0: The Master Race, book three. Mm -hmm. And that's our book of the week.
1: Uh, I I had a big week. I I picked up a lot of different, I always like doing this because I pick up, different books than you do. So like we both try to work within the same budget, but we end up getting really different books. So I picked up uh, a lot of image books today. I picked up Black Magic, number five. I love Black Magic. And uh, this is looking to be a really big climactic issue for this story. So I'm really excited for that. Um, Highly recommend Black Magic. Also picked up Patsy Walker, aka Hellcat, uh, number three. The gag on the front of this cover is Patsy Walker working in a like a Starbucks kind of environment, and she's serving up a tea to Groot, who is in the the cafe, and mm. she spelled his name wrong on the cup. That's a good gag. That's good. That's funny. Uh, so I'm I'm excited for that. That's always good. Nowhere Man number eight, which I'm really excited for. The cover the cover for these books are fantastic. Yeah. I love Nowhere Men. And also, shout out to the people who decided to put a character map on the back. I got to read this book. Because that is so damn on. helpful uh, to be able to look at the characters and connect them to one another and figure out who's who. Thank you. That means a lot. Saga number 34. I don't have to say anything about Saga. There's, it's been said. Right. It's brilliant. I picked up X-Men, worst X-Men ever, number one. This is interesting to me. This started as a digital-only book that I was really bumming about because I wanted to read this comic, but it was only Marvel's online, uh, like the Marvel Unlimited service. And I suppose it did well enough that they decided to print it. Yeah. And it's about a a new X-Men, new mutant, discovers that he has a power, Mm -hmm. which is kind of like the Negasonic Teenage Warhead in Deadpool, where right, she can make right. these huge explosions, right? right? Now, the problem is, is he discovers that he can make these gigantic explosions, but he won't survive it. What? He doesn't have regeneration, and his skin's not tough. So, he can't do anything. He would just die.
0: So, he has the powers, but he can't do anything with them. Uh-huh. And he never never uses them.
1: Uh-huh. So, Interesting. He, he gets picked up by the, the, the school for gifted youngsters and realizes it's like... Uh, I'm a mutant, yeah, I'm a regular, but I'm a what am I supposed though. to do? Yeah, I'm fascinated by that. That's interesting. Yeah. And then uh, the, the book of the week, Dark Knight 3, Master Race, book number three. Let's get into it. Do you want to start into this? Yes. I, how did this issue make you feel? Well, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to okay. stop myself okay. before we go too far. Oh, yeah. Two things. First and foremost, we are entering into spoiler territory. Only stick with the episode right now if you have read up to and including Dark Knight 3, issue number three. We're about to get into it, and we're going to spoil the plot. Number two, uh, this is, uh, I think, the first time that we're doing a Book of the Week that we're we're starting into the series. Yeah. We haven't done Book of the Week for the first two issues. If you haven't caught up with all of Dark Knight uh, 3, Master Race, we highly, highly, highly recommend doing it before getting into this episode yes and with that how did this issue make you feel would it, would it, lasting impression
0: i was like huh
1: oh yeah what did, yeah, wait, is was that the, Huh? like a impressed huh was uh, that like a you lost me huh?
0: it was kind, it was kind of like where are we going here like like what like what's going on right now
1: let me say this. I I think you will agree with me, but I can't be sure. Does it feel like we're moving pretty fast?
0: I mean, yeah, it it, it feels like. Like you ever have that friend who talks over your head? Yes. And doesn't really consider if you understand what they're talking about? Yes. It kind of feels like that. Yeah. It's like you kind of get a grasp of what they're saying. So in order to be their friend, you just have to accept it, Mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of like try to live in the clouds with them Mm -hmm. and kind of like try to pick out words and phrases and, you know, and kind of just kind of piece together what they're saying. Mm -hmm. But it's not a person who goes so and so and so. Does that make sense? Do you get what I'm saying? Hmm, Let me put it like this. It's kind of like this and this and that. Right. You get what I mean? And they're like, they're looking for you to understand. It feels like this book is just going. Yes, and it's like, bro, what are you? What are y'all talking about?
1: I I feel like we are on a bullet train, and it's it's like catch up or get out, right? And I it's it's a little
0: tough, especially it, this issue. The first two issues, I was like, I'm with you, yeah, I'm with you. But this one, I was like, what. Is ha- like what are y'all talking
1: about? Yeah, yeah. I think there's there's something to the dialogue or or the the exposition and the, the just the way this story is progressing that every once in a while makes me feel like. I feel like I missed, there was something that I missed, like the, a buildup, a development. But so, in in a nutshell, here's where we are. Bruce Wayne is alive. He's, we see that. We, we see, see that Bruce that. Wayne is alive. People have been saying in the other comics, Bruce Wayne's
0: dead, Batman's dead, Batman's dead. Yeah. This is the first time we see, oh, this dude's alive.
1: The expectation is that he is dead, and that is not true. He is alive. So, Robin is uh, in the lair with him, and he's there's a little bit of exposition. Terry Kelly Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of exposition about how he worries about her, but also he's very impressed by her and she's very smart, and he says she's she's gonna be a better Batman than he ever was because she's she's so good. She's so prepared and so quick. And uh, cut to these Kryptonians, Quat Quar Quar? Something like that. Quar uh, from Krypton and he was trapped inside of the the bottle
0: yeah with, with like all the, the that city
1: yeah the, the miniature city and uh, he's out now and him and a bunch of kryptonians uh have decided they're going to completely destroy the earth and decide that everyone must worship them as yeah gods. Like bow, bow to us and he's like, like a- uh you have three days worship us accept us as your new gods and in the meantime, we're just going to destroy you. My thing is like, why though? Like,
0: what, like same. Like, why is this happening? And the, like back to back to episode number one of Comic Book Junto. Mm-hmm. Why do I care? I love Batman. I love The Dark Knight Returns. I'm sitting here like, why do I care about what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. Like, who? Wait, what, what, what is the most? Just because. Mm-hmm. And if it's just because, explain just because. Like, I understand why Heath Ledger's Joker in, you know, Christopher Nolan's version, like, they say some people, you know, Alfred's like, some people just want to see the world burn. But then it's like, you kind of understand
1: why he wants to see the world burn. I, it's I, trying to, I get the sense that the entire thing is just the parallel. I mean, the Master Race is the name of the damn book, right? Right. And I get the sense that this is a situation in which this guy comes out and says, Finally, I'm free and also superior to humans. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. And the tension that's being introduced here is it is time to wake up Clark Kent, Superman, right. who is literally frozen over Why? in the Fortress of Why? Solitude. They 'll know. Uh, he's sitting in a, a chair completely frozen. Why? It's time to wake him up and say, hey, your people from Krypton are Hey, uh, uh, remember everybody. your
0: cousins and them
1: that you had come brought over my house? Yeah. And they was eating up all the food.
0: And I was like, no, nah, that's cool. I can go get some more cereal. I just came for the yams, though. Well, yeah. So thing is, they burning the house down. Yeah. I'd like you to go get your cousins and them because, you know, I need a house to live in. Uh-huh. So if you could, like, like,
1: get them. Debbie, what's up? Th- there are some moments in this book that are alluded to that I don't understand. Like when Carrie Kelly says something like, ah, I didn't do shit. It just, you know, it just happened. Things just happened. And Bruce Wayne says, she doesn't realize how important she was three years ago. I'm, I don't know what they're referencing. I have no idea what that is. My baby talking about The Dark Knight too. I think it's the it's got to be The Dark Knight 2. Given that this is Dark Knight 3 and that was the most recent story element, and maybe I need to go back and reread it. And I know you did that. I did, yeah. But I can't place it. And what ends up happening the is The Dark Knight 2 is not good. I I feel like if I feel very nebulous, like I'm floating around observing this and at some point maybe it'll add up and I'll understand it. And there's certain parts that I really like. Mhm. Like but for instance, one of the last panels in the book is this uh, pose of Superman. Yes. Superman busts into the Pentagon. I'm in this, Joe. Batman is on every screen and he tells uh, Quar, hey, we're not going to worship you. Go we're to We're not going to
0: take it. And no, it's great. We ain't going to take it.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Superman shows up and says, yeah, I'm on his side, basically. Right. Love that. But then. But then, Superman's daughter, Lara.
0: She rolls in and goes, you're a traitor.
1: Hey, you're a traitor, Dad. What are we talking about? Yeah, whoa, what? What's going why? on? And my, my sense is she just rolls in and says, you're a traitor because I'm an angsty teen and also... Quark tri- got in their ear. Yeah. it's
0: like, why are you want? Now, here's the part that I get, though, kind of. I kind of get the whole idea of, yo,
1: why do you have to do it their way? Why do we have to do to cripple ourselves in order right. to blend in with humans?
0: Now I'm not saying that we should destroy all humans. I'm not saying that, but I do get the idea of like you know feeling like you need to you know kind of like dampen yourself so that other people can be comfortable around you. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that that point wasn't really fleshed out. I guess we'll see what happens in the next
1: one. But I was really hopeful for this, but I'm honestly kind of like hmm. It's interesting because this is the most amount of action that we've got in, in the series so far. Third issue and we have a lot going on. This, I, I don't think this is
0: the most amount of action. Yeah,
1: I mean, you've Where got cities burning to the ground. This guy's dive bombing into oh, Moscow. Okay, He's that's blowing what the place up. Look at the they, they, I'm looking at a page of just a mushroom cloud. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's a lot of intensity in this issue. There are a lot of things that seem like you should latch on and be like, "Wow." I'm shaking It's a big action movie Kind of situation But the truth is Is I mentioned I have Saga In my stack Saga makes these Really important Moment to moment Events Between characters Because they spend A lot of time Getting to know The characters And those little changes Add up to a lot And it means You feel things Right Yeah, yeah. And this I'm I'm waiting to feel it
0: Yeah I, I don't like I said, man, you gotta make me care, and I honestly am like i I don't really care about this story, unfortunately, and I really want to, you know, yeah, but I just don't I there's don't a
1: care. lot of there you catch a lot of the commentary on like the way that people do and don't pay attention. It feels the like they're
0: trying to say something to me, but I'm not understanding what they're saying,
1: yeah. Yeah, there's a scene of uh the the Kryptonians who are like you know forcing everyone to bow to them. And they're floating above the city, above New York City. And uh all these oblivious people on the street just looking at their their cell phones. Uh-huh. And it's like, hey, you know how everybody looks at their cell phones all the time?
0: What if they were what if they were gods that they should have been looking up at? But instead yeah. they were looking
1: down I at their know. phones. I don't know. I, no, no, think about
0: it. Think about it. What if God right, is right above you, but you miss him
1: because you're looking down What God got to do? He got to send you a text. Or something. Check your snaps. You know what I'm saying? Oops. God it made your key alert. God snapped you. Send you a Snapchat. But are you following him, though?
0: S- special cloth. Or are you following God, though?
1: Yeah. What are you talking about? Feels like a lot of commentary is packed into this. Like they're trying to be deep. That's what it feels like. You
0: know what it is? It feels like that dude who's trying, like I was kind of doing the voice, like like the fake deep dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, yo, yo. Yo, oh, hey, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about right now? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, speaking English. Like, say what you're trying to say. Like, being deep for being deep is not what's up. Speaking of being deep for being deep, what in the world was that Green Lantern thing in the middle?
1: Ooh boy. Okay. What so was that? Every, every one of these. Oh, my... But- Every I'm one of these so Dark Knight 3 with these. issues comes with a mini-comic inside. Uh, this one was about Green Lantern, Green Lantern number one. What
0: does this have to do with anything?
1: That, I've got that question about all these mini-comics so far. Uh, Green Lantern shows up. And, and, you know, I like, I like what's going on in here, but I don't understand it. Uh, Green Lantern is talking about who he is and what he does... And then the Kryptonians are chilling out by the Sphinx, gods of Egypt, anybody? Ugh. And the Kryptonians are, are chilling out by the Sphinx, and they, they seem to be hitting on him and saying, like, right. why don't you make us obey you because like, you're what a god. Is, like, what is... And how Jordan's like, what? Nah, and then like... he goes to use his ring inexplicably. I'm not sure why he was going to use his ring. And uh, Kryptonians uh, blast his arm off. He no longer has his ring. Sorry, Hal Jordan. And they throw his damn hand into space. And then they say, hey, Hal Jordan, you're just a guy. So it seems like it's the Kryptonian saying, we're powerful and you're not. You're a hero here? Oh, no, 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 no. Mm. We took the thing that gave you power. Okay. And it's gone now. What are you going to do? Like, oh, you're a part of the Justice League? Don't make me laugh. Because I just (laughs) severed your hand. And that's the end of the story. Here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to leave it alone. I want you to tell me a
0: story. No. I don't want to have to make a story out of the jumbled mess you left on the table. Mm -hmm. I don't like movies like that.
1: You, you don't like when you have to do
0: the work you do the work i'm paying you to do the work you tell me the story uh-huh. like you help me understand you walk me that's what i'm paying you for mm-hmm. like if i have to make a story out of what you left here like i'm doing the job i'm doing it for you yeah so the fact that we're sitting here going maybe they and there's a level to where we have to like what are they trying to say but this is too much work for me. This is for my preference. I understand. This is too much work for my preference. I understand. Like I should be able to close the book and go, oh, I get what you're saying, but I wonder what, what else they mean. Not go, huh? Cause yeah. after I closed the book, I was literally like,
1: what? Huh? Yeah.
0: What just happened? So, you know, I, I think that at the end of the book, there should be like a clearer message. Mm-hmm. And this
1: is what role this plays in the grand scheme. What's going on. But you know, Well, so goes the problem of serialized storytelling. A comic book comes out in issues, and maybe one issue among many is just a little more dense and complicated. Perhaps it will fit into the jigsaw puzzle. I'm hoping so. I hope so as well. I like to have a story that I need to work with for a little while, that I need to chew on. I like having this conversation with you right now so I can reveal some of these things to myself and think about what they mean. Right. That's significant. That is what I love about comics and sharing comics with the people that you love. And I as much as I like that, artwork is good. I paid 5.99 <laughs> Yeah. I paid six dollars and I'm scratching my damn head. Yeah. And I, I don't really know I I want a different kind of payoff. Some payoff.
0: So I'm hoping that as the book continues to move forward, they start to bring it home. Agreed. They start to go, oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cause you know, there are times where you're watching a movie and you're like, What? Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? And then you go and then like ten minutes later you're like uh,
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Now I see what that is. So
1: I'm That's hoping- when you got that friend next to you who's just like, just
0: shut just, up. Just, just wait. Just watch. Just wait. Just watch. Yeah. So I'm hoping that in the issues to come, I'll be like, oh, okay. No,
1: $6 yeah, an yeah. issue, Ock. Woo. $6. So it's it's tough. It's tough. Uh, on 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 Book of the Week, what are we looking at? Next week To do a book of the week on Hopefully something that is not going to have us Tearing our scalp off This is the first book of the week That we were Scratching our brains This is the
0: first book of the week That we're collectively kind of like Yeah Yeah. Oh no
1: And it's funny I went into the shop And and the guys at the shop said uh, I always ask What's good this week And first thing they they list right off Was Dark Knight 3 It was good Okay cool You said it was good Yeah Hey, mm. you know, different different strokes for different folks. Well, on to next week. Yeah, we got Old Man Lo- Logan number three and Spider Man number two. Miles Morales. Yes. Okay. So let's let's pick one of those that we're going to do. Uh, why don't we do both? Yeah, we can do
0: both. We've been doing them both. Let's do
1: them both. Yeah. We should do them both. Yeah. Both of them are important. I think Old Man, I don't want to miss a conversation. Old, old Man, man Logan, Logan has been all that. Exactly. And I don't want to miss an opportunity to encourage people to buy Miles Morales Spider-Man because that book needs to sell Yes, Miles Morales is Spider-Man. Because yes. we need Miles mm-hmm. in
0: the films. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to
1: see. Hashtag Miles in the films. Yeah, I'm all about it. So we'll do Old Man Logan number three, Spider-Man number two next week. Yep. And uh, we'll have a whole new set of uh, news. Mm -hmm. And by this time next week, I believe, I'm going to confidently put this out there. Uh Uh-oh. We will have a a one-shot on Gods of Egypt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's something a little special for you. That's a little treat for all of you. You can hear our rave reviews. Mm -hmm. Misery loves company. Of white gods of Egypt. Oh, man.
0: (laughs) I can't wait, though. Yeah, it's going to be a good conversation I'm looking forward (laughs) to.
1: All right, so tell people where they can find you on the internet. You can find me online on Twitter and on Instagram under the same name, at Adam Teterus, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. Hit me up, please. I live for that. Uh, you can also find uh, something that I work on online. I, I mention this in, at the end of every episode. A little project, a little art project called Dark Matter Sequential. A little newspaper where I feature my, my writing, short stories at www.darkmatterseq.com. Octavius A. Newman, where are you at? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram
0: and Snapchat all the same thing, Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. This podcast is a product of Bare Fruit. You can follow Bare Fruit on Twitter and Instagram at B3ARFRUIT. Go to BareFruit.com, sign up for the newsletter. Um, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, new episodes of that coming up very soon. Um, we're going to be having a new subscribe link. So if you're already subscribed to Beautiful Struggle, you're going to have to click the new link. We'll send that out, send an email out, the tweet and all that good stuff. You're doing a reboot.
1: Yeah, doing this, a reboot. This, this is a Beautiful Struggle Rebirth. You're double shipping? All new, all different. All new, all different. Beautiful rebirth, struggle. beautiful struggle. <laughs> right. Right. The rebirth <laughs> of
0: whatever. Anyway. Yeah. So um, check out the other podcasts. Go to our store. Check out our merch. Uh, we got some dope stuff there. If you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Feel free to comment on SoundCloud. We are also on Stitcher as well.
1: So we out here. Thank you to everyone who has helped us make our, our, our launch week. Really, really Ron exciting. Atkins, you killed it on the artwork. Ron Atkins killed it on the artwork. It's amazing. Uh, a, a everybody who has uh, listened to the show and shared the show talked to Octavius or myself online. Average Joe De La Cruz on the, ed- the sound editing. Yeah. Daniel Steele
0: on the music, the intro and outro music. My wife for listening to my half-baked ideas for years. Uh, yeah, and also Octavius's wife for saying that we should do the show. Yo, straight up, listen, real quick. My wife, like some of y'all don't know, we started this podcast, we tried to do this, what it was like a year and a half ago, Uh-huh. and it sucked, but <laughs> <laughs> my wife, Alexis, shout out to her, was like, I really think that you guys should do the podcast about comic books, yeah. I really like that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Alexis, you don't even read comic books, she's like, I know, but... I just like you guys talking together. I like it. <laughs> and I was like, okay. you so damn adorable. <laughs> she's like, I just like it. I like listening to you guys. I'm like, do you know what we're talking about? No, but I like it. Stand by your man. So, you know, she's very encouraging. And, yeah. And, we're, you know, we're here doing it again. And people uh-huh. are liking it. So, thank you for the reviews. Please keep leaving them. At Comic Book Junto, J-U-N-T-O. On Twitter, hashtag ComicBookGunto. Send us email at ComicBookGunto at bearfruit B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T dot com. And... That's all, folks. That's it. Mm-hmm. Did I forget anything? No, I, be- I, I believe you have tidied it up neatly. We done did it. Mm-hmm. All right. So thank you guys for listening. Subscribe, rate, review, share this podcast with someone else who will be able to appreciate it. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Until next time, peace. <laughs>